0: On the way to intimacy responses to questions. People ask questions that make them feel very knowledgeable. They want to ask a question not to get the answer but to show their knowledge. But I'm a crazy person. I never answer those questions that come out of your knowledge. I simply throw them away. I only answer questions that open up your wounds, because once your words are open, once your wounds are open, there is a possibility of healing. Once you expose yourself, you are on the way of transformation, and unless you show your real face, it is impossible to make any changes in your life, any transformations in your consciousness. Question. Why do I find attractive people frightening? Hmm. Why do I find attractive people frightening? Attractive people are frightening for many reasons. First, the more attractive a person is to you, the more there is the possibility of falling into her or his bondage. That is the the fear. You will be possessed. You will be reduced to a slave by the charm, the magnetism, the magic. Attractive people are attracting and yet frightening. They are beautiful. You'd like to relate with them. But to relate with them means to lose your freedom. To relate with them means not to be yourself anymore. And because they are attractive, you will not be able to leave them. You will cling. You know your tendency. That the more attractive a person is, the more clinging will, will arise in you. You will become more and more dependent. That is the fear. Nobody wants to become dependent. Freedom is ultimate value. Even love is not higher than freedom. Freedom is the ultimate value. Next to it is love. And there is a constant conflict between love and freedom. Love tries to become the ultimate value. It is not. Love tries to destroy freedom. Only then can it be the ultimate value. And those who love freedom become afraid of love. And love means to be attracted to an attractive person. And the more beautiful the person is, the more you feel attracted. The more fear will arise because now you are going into something from where escape will not be easy. You can escape from an ordinary person, a homely person, more easily. And if the person is ugly, you are free. You need not become too dependent. Hmm. Mullah Nasradi married the ugliest woman in the town. Nobody could believe it. People asked him, Nasradi, what has happened to you? He said, There is logic in it. This is the only woman from whom I can escape any time. In fact, It will be difficult not to escape. It will be difficult not to escape. This is the only woman in the town whom I can trust. Beautiful people are not trustworthy. They can fall in love easily because so many people are attracted to them. I can trust this woman. She will always be sincere toward me. I need not be worried about her. I can go out of town for months. I will not have any fear. My woman will remain mine. Just see the point. If the person is ugly, you can possess the person. The ugly person will depend on you. If the person is beautiful, the beautiful person will possess you. Beauty is power. It is tremendous power. The ugly person will become a slave, a servant. The ugly person will in every way substitute for the beauty that is missing in him or her. The ugly woman will be a better wife than a beautiful woman. She will have to be. She will take more care of you. She will be a better nurse because she knows that beauty is missing and something has to be provided instead. She will be very good to you. She will never nag you. She will never fight with you. She will not be in a constant quarrel with you. She cannot afford it. Beautiful persons are dangerous. They can afford to fight. So these are the reasons. You ask me, why do I find attractive people frightening? They are. Unless you understand and become aware, this fear remains. Attraction, fear are two aspects of the same phenomenon. You are always attracted to the same person with whom you feel a great fear fear means you will be secondary. In fact, people want the impossible. A woman wants a man, the most beautiful, the most powerful man in the world, but also wants him to remain interested only in her. Now, this is an impossible demand. The most beautiful and the most powerful person is bound to be interested in many more people, and many more people will be interested in them. The man would like to have the most beautiful woman in the world, but also would like her to remain very faithful to him, devoted to him. That will be difficult. That is asking the impossible. And remember, if some woman looks very beautiful to you, That simply shows you are not very beautiful and you are afraid also. If a woman looks so beautiful to you, what is happening from the other side? You will not be looking so beautiful to her. There is fear. She may leave you. All these problems are there. But these problems arise only because your love is not really love but a game. If it is really love, then it never thinks of the future. Then there is no problem of the future. Tomorrow does not exist for real love. Time does not exist for real love. If you love a person, you love a person. What will happen tomorrow? Who cares? Today is so much. This moment is an eternity. What will happen tomorrow? We will see. When tomorrow comes, and tomorrow never comes. And tomorrow never comes. Real love is of the present. Always remember, it is, anything real has to be part of awareness, has to be part of the present. Has to be part of meditation, then there is no problem, and there is no question of attraction, and there is no question of fear. real love shares it is not to exploit the other, it is not to possess the other. when you want to possess the other, then the problem arises: the other may possess it, the other may possess you. And if the other is more purple, more magnetic, naturally, you will be a slave. If you want to become the master of the other, then the fear arises that I may be reduced to a slave. If you don't want to possess the other, then the fear never arises that the other may possess you. Love never possesses. Love never possesses and love can never be possessed. True love leads you into freedom. Freedom is the highest peak, the ultimate value, and love is closest to freedom. The next step after love is freedom. Love is not against freedom. Love is a stepping stone toward freedom. That's what awareness will make clear to you that love has to be used as a stepping stone for freedom. If you love, you make the other free, and then you make the other free, you are made free by the other. Love is a sharing, not an exploitation. I like that. Love is sharing, not not an exploitation. And, in fact, love never thinks in terms of ugliness and beauty, either. You will be surprised. Love never thinks in terms of ugliness and beauty. Love only acts, reflects, meditates. It never thinks at all. Yes, sometimes it happens that you fit with somebody. Suddenly, everything falls in harmony. It is not a question of beauty or ugliness. It is a question of harmony, a rhythm. Somebody has asked a question about what George G. used to say. That for every man, there is a corresponding woman somewhere on the earth. And for every woman, there is a corresponding man somewhere on the earth. Each one is born with the polar opposite. If you can find the other, everything will fall in harmony immediately. All their centers function harmoniously. That is love. It is a very rare phenomenon. It is very rare to find a couple who really fit together. Our society exists with such taboos, such inhibitions, that it is almost impossible to find the real mate, the real friend. it is very rare to find a couple who really fits together. Our society exists with such taboos, such inhibitions, that it is almost impossible to find the real mate, the real, the real, fa- real friend. In Eastern mythology, we have a story. Beautiful myth that, in the beginning, when the world was created, each child was born not alone, but as a couple, one boy, one girl, together, from the same mother, twins, fitting with each other totally, that was the couple. They were in tune in every way with each other, then men fell from grace. Just like the idea of the original sin. And as a punishment, couples were no longer born from the same mother. Still they are born. Gurujirofi is right. That's my own observation too. Each person has a divine mate somewhere, but to find them is very difficult because you may be white and your opposite polarity may be black. It may be Hindu and your opposite priority may be a Mohammedan. It may be Chinese and the opposite priority, priority may be German. In a better world, people will search and seek, and unless you can find the real person who can fit with you, you will remain in a kind of tension, anguish, if you are alone you are in an, you are in anguish if you meet the other person. You are in anguish if the other person does not fit with you or only fit so far. Now through scientific investigation, this has also been found. That there are people who fit and there are people who don't fit. Scientific arrangements can be made now. Each person can declare his centers, his birth chart, his rhythm. Now, there is every possibility to find the other person who fits exactly. The world has become very small, and once you have found the other person, it is not a question of beauty and ugliness at all. In fact, there is nobody who is ugly and nobody who is beautiful. The ugly person may fit with somebody. Then the ugly person is beautiful for that person. Beauty is a shadow of harmony. Beauty is a shadow of harmony. It is not that you fall in love with a beautiful person. The process is just the opposite. When you fall in love with some person, the person looks beautiful. It is love that brings the idea of beauty in, not vice versa. When you fall in love with other person, when you fall in love with some person, the person looks beautiful. It is love that brings the idea of beauty in, not vice versa. But it is rare to find a person who totally fits with you. Whenever somebody is fortunate wherever somebody is fortunate enough life is lived with a melody, then there are two bodies and one soul. That is a real couple. And whenever you can find that kind of couple, there will be great grace and great music around them, a great aura, beautiful light, a silence. And love then naturally leads into meditation. People should be allowed to meet and mix to fix. Uh, People should be allowed to meet and mix to find each other. People should not be in a hurry to get married. The hurry is dangerous. It only brings divorces, or it brings a life of long, long misery. Children should be allowed to meet with each other and we should drop all pre-technological taboos, inhibitions, they are no longer relevant. We are living in a post-technological age. Man has become mature and he has to change many things because many things are wrong. They were developed in the old days. It was necessary then. It is no longer a necessity. For example now people can live together men and women there is no need to be in a hurry to get married and if you have known many men and women only then will you know who fits with you and who does not fit it is not a question of long nose or a beautiful face somebody may have a beautiful face and you feel attracted and may have beautiful eyes and big eyes and you feel attracted and the color of the hair but these things don't matter when you live together after two days you will not note the color of the hair and after three days you'll not note the length of the nose and after three weeks you will have completely forgotten about this Physiology, or the other. Now, the reality impinges imping, imping upon you. Impinges upon you. Now, the real thing will be spiritual harmony. And the greatest spiritual harmony is created by marriage. No, marriage up to now has been a very ugly affair and the priests were happy to allow it. Not only happy to allow it, they were the ones who invented it. And there was some reason why priests all over the world have been in favor of this ugly marriage that has been on the on the earth for 5,000 years. The reason was that if people are Miserable, only then do they go to the churches, to the temples. If people are miserable, only then they are ready to renounce life. If people are miserable, only then are they in the hands of the priests. A happy humanity will have nothing to do with the priests. Obviously, if you are healthy, you have nothing to do with the doctor. If you are, if you are psychological, psychologically whole, you have nothing to do with the psychoanalyst. If you are spiritually whole, you will have nothing to do with the priest. Hmm. And the great spiritual disharmony is created by marriage. Priests have created hell on the earth, that is their trade secret. Then people are bound to come to ask them what to do. Life is so miserable. And then they can tell them how to get free of life. Then they can give you rituals for how, n- how never to be born again. How to get out of the wheel of birth and death. They have made life such a hell. And then they teach you how to get rid of it. My effort is just the opposite. I want to create heaven here now. So that there is no need to get rid of anything. There is no need to think of getting rid of birth and death and there is no need for all the, all the so-called religions. More music is needed. More poetry is needed. More art is needed. Certainly more mysticism is needed. More science is needed. And then there will be a totally different kind of religion born, a new religion. A religion, a religion that will not teach you attitude, ideology, but will help you to live your life in more harmony, more artistically, more sensitively, more centered, rooted in the earth. A religion that will teach you the art of life, the philosophy of life, and will teach you how to be more festive. You ask, why do I find attractive people frightening? Because deep down in you there is a search as there is in everybody for the other poor. And you don't want to get involved with somebody who may not be the other. But there is no other way to find the other people, except by getting involved in many, many friendships, in many, many love affairs. If you really want to find your beloved, you will have to go through many love affairs. That is the only way to learn, drop your fear. And if you start associating, with highly, with ugly people out of your fear of beautiful people. That is not going to be satisfying to you. The Coens were renting a furnished apartment. Mr. Cohen had found the place which met with all his requirements. But Mrs. Cohen demurred. I don't like this flat. What's the matter, Rachel? Ain't it a fine flat? Why it has all the latest improvements? Washstands, decent lights, good plumbing, and hot and cold water. Why not? I know all what you say, but there are no curtains in the bathroom. Every time I take a bath, neighbors can see me. That's all right, Rachel. If the neighbors see you, they will buy the curtains. I don't understand. That's all right, Rachel, if the neighbors see, if the neighbors see you, they will buy the curtains. Ugliness can have its uses, but it will not give you contentment. Ugliness can have its uses, uses, but it will not give you contentment. And if you are afraid of beautiful people, then remember that you are really afraid of getting involved in a deep, intimate relationship. That you want to keep a distance, that you want to keep a distance so you can escape any time if the need arises, but this is not the way to go into it, this is not the way to know the secret of love. One has to go in. Absolute vulnerability. One has to drop all armor and defense. You jump. Get down. Ugliness can have its uses, but it will not give you contentment. And if you are afraid of beautiful people, then remember that you are really afraid of getting involved in a deep, intimate relationship. But you want to keep a distance, that you want to keep a distance so you can escape any time if the need arises. But this is not the way to go into it. This is not the way to know the secrets of love. One has to go in absolute vulnerability. One has to drop all armor and defense. If it is frightening, let it be frightening, but go into it. The fear will disappear. The only way to drop any fear is to go into the very thing of which you are afraid. If somebody comes to me and says I'm afraid of darkness then I always suggest to them the only way is to go into the dark night sit somewhere alone outside the town under a tree tremble perspire be nervous but sit there how long can you tremble slowly slowly things will settle the heart will start beating normally and suddenly you will see that darkness is not that frightening either. And slowly, slowly, you will become aware of the beauties of darkness, which only darkness can have the depth, the silence, the velvety touch of it, the velvety touch of it. The stillness, the music of the dark night, the insects, the harmony. And slowly, as the fear disappears, you will be surprised that darkness is not that dark. It has its own luminosity. Luminosity. You will be able to start seeing something vague, not clear. But clarity gives shallowness. To things, vagueness gives depth and mystery. Light can never be so mysterious as darkness. Light is prose; darkness is poetry. I, light is naked. Hence, how long can you remain interested in it? Light is naked. Hence. How long can you remain interested in it? But darkness is veiled. It provokes great interest, great curiosity to unveil it. If you are afraid of darkness, go into darkness. If you are afraid of love, go into love. If you are afraid of being alone, then go into the Himalayas and be alone. That is the only way to drop it. And sometimes if you can deliberately do something, it brings great awareness. Once a young man was brought to me. He was a professor in a college and the problem was that he walked like a woman. And to be in a university and to be a professor and to talk like a woman is troublesome. He was very much embarrassed and he had tried all kinds of methods. I said, do one thing because this is impossible. What you are doing, a man cannot really walk like a woman. You are doing something like a miracle. Because to walk like a woman means you have to have a womb in your belly. It is because of that roundness of the womb that the woman walks in a different way the alignment of the body is different, but a man really cannot walk like that if a man can do it. I told him, This should be something to be proud of. You are doing a miracle. Just show it to me, he said. What do you mean a miracle? I said, Just walk here in front of me and walk like a woman. He tried and he failed. He could not walk like a woman. And I told him, Now, this is the key. Go back to the university up to now. You have been trying not to walk like a woman. From now on, try to walk like a woman with every deliberate effort. Your effort not to walk like a woman has been the cause of the whole problem. Your effort not to walk like a woman has been the cause of the whole problem. It has become an obsession of hypnosis. You have hypnotized yourself. The only way to dehypnotize yourself is to do it deliberately. Go to the university immediately. I told him, and walk around and try in every possible way to show that you're a woman. He tried and he failed, and since then he has not succeeded. If you're afraid, remember that it is the same, whether you're afraid of attractive people or that nobody should touch your navel. You are afraid of darkness or you are afraid of walking like a woman or you are afraid of this or that. XYZ it doesn't matter fear has to be dissolved because fear is a crippling process a paralyzed process and the only way to the only way to dissolve it is to go into it experience liberates it is better to learn it is better to drop fear It is better to relate with people, and in fact, if you start relating, you will find every person has something beautiful in her or him. Nobody comes without beauty. Maybe beauty has different dimensions. Somebody's face is beautiful. Somebody's voice is beautiful. Somebody's body is beautiful. Somebody's mind is beautiful. Somebody comes with beauty. Existence gives to everybody some kind of beauty or other. There are as many beauties as there are people. And the only way to contact the beauty of a person is to become intimate, to drop all fear, to drop all defenses. And you will be surprised. God is expressed in different forms. God is beauty. We have three words for God in the East, Satyam, Truth, Shivam, the, the ultimate good, Sandram, or the ultimate beauty, and beauty is the last, God is beautiful. God is beautiful, whether you feel beauty, it is a reflection of God's beauty. And if you're afraid of the reflection, how will you react, how will you relate with the real? This reflection, the reflection is there to learn the lesson. So that one day you can relate with the real.